Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Don't adjust your sets. It's DJ Alexander in a host seat right here. We have a brand new Raw. Everything's happening. We have foul language. We have things exploding, and we're going to change things up right here, too. Stay tuned right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz uh, 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 uh. Wait for that Mac. Oh, they gave the, the Afterbus song like two seconds. Yeah, so no Mac song. Bring it out. Bring it out. Who's the crossing Afterbus yeah. song? Hey! Photogenic. Uh, I told him not to adjust the sets because Mac, oh, yeah. Mac's probably putting up an album right now for, yeah, for, for another intro. Yeah, where's the TV um, at? Canada? Probably. Canada I mean, Day. Working. Canada She's Day. selling cocoa butter. She's got things to do. I mean, cocoa butter on Canada yeah. Day. Yeah, South TK Trinidad. Yeah, we got a we got a new raw. Everything's gone. We have a newer panel. We have a new panelist right here for today. So a lot of new things happening. And listen, I know I've been getting all the emails. I've been getting the fan mail, the fan tweets. Mail. <laughs> I've been getting the emails. They want the fans want the show to be sexier, to sexy it up. So here's DJ Alexander, two buttons down. Uh, <laughs> I read it all. Uh, Baron Corbin. <laughs> just like Baron Corbin. My eyes have been drifting down. A, a homage oh to Baron Corbin. We need to make it sexier. Oh, you know, yeah, so now it's like I've been given the dancing and people want more. So, got the sexy gym right now. I just now. want to say, quaff hair. Qu- oh, yes. <laughs> you need that proper introduction. <laughs> and the man that's, I, I gotta all quaff, but the man that's got a website to tell you about yes, and an introduction <laughs> to my far left. It's a boy, Flo, my boy. Thank you so much for keeping me inside your house, your homes, and second screens for Monday Night Raw after show. And next to Flo Beater. Flo Beater. Flo Beater. Oh, that's Beater. a new one. Hey, let's go the with Flo that. Flo Beater meter. Our new member. Yes. The, 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 the NXT call-up of yep. the Raw after yes. show. The man that we will be seeing and showcasing right here, filling in, doing a great job. Tell us all about yourself. I'm Jack, and I'm a, a first-time, long-time, actually, so super excited to be here, and what a raw to be a part of. And lots of things changing, as you said, including including the show. It's a debut. Yeah, I like that. Yes. We are creating stars of tomorrow. Oh, I love right it. Yeah. Stars so, of tomorrow. So, Jack, I'm like... so glad you're here, but you have too many buttons up. you got to be like Jim. Hey. It's two buttons down. Hey, <laughs> I, I told I Listen, I answered a fan mail. So it's going to be sexy, but oh there's only so much room for it. We don't want to take it over the top like Raw tonight. For you sure, know, We had sure. a new Raw. Complete. First of all, we're going to start with you guys. What are your thoughts of this new Raw? If you're tuning in, you're tuning in every week, and mm-hmm. you're seeing tonight's Raw, you felt it the first five minutes. You knew something was different about it completely. Absolutely. This Paul Heyman stuff, for those of you that haven't heard, been under a rock or somewhere, uh, or in a cave. You heard those references before. We're not going there, though. Uh, <laughs> NXT references. <laughs> yes, tune into NXT on Wednesday. Paul Heyman's taken over as executive director of yep. 1A Raw, Bischoff on SmackDown. 
What were your first impressions, Flobo, of tonight's Raw in general? What did you see? How did you feel about it? Absolutely. The thing is, at first, I was like, well, it's probably another episode of Raw. Put the show on. Went out to make something to eat. And then all I heard was Corey Graves swearing. <laughs> he actually dropped the S-bomb. Uh, wow. I mean, that opening match was way different. It's a whole new era. It kind of reminds you how I was wrestling when I was a kid. You know, kind of attitude era light. It's big. It's bold. It's crazy. It's unequal. It's, it's awkward. It's all rolled into one. But I'm, it's something I feel something about, which I haven't felt in a long time. Yeah, this is the first episode of Raw I've seen in a long time where I actually was, a good one. <laughs> was very, was very, I was very curious about what's going to happen next. What's going to happen next? And even if I knew nothing about the Paul Heyman stuff, I would have known right away something about this episode was different. Potty mouth. Yeah, that was the first thing. We heard Corey Graves just literally yell, and you knew it was an angle. We knew it was an angle, but in the way they shot it, the pyro went off. I mean, it was Strowman versus Lashley, right, Right. in the match, and they just went through the back, literally, and, and things started going up. It looked a little bit cartoonish, but it was fun. Right. You know what I mean? It was fun where it gave the announcers a reaction. You knew something's happening, and the crowd reacted right away. We yeah. heard the crowd, like, they were chanting, thank you, Heyman, like, right yeah. after a few minutes. Right. So that was, you knew the crowd was invested right away after that I spot. got a question for you, though. This kind of reminds me, maybe I'm kind of dating myself, okay. of a certain altercation between Jericho and Rhino, when Rhino gore Jericho through the SmackDown stage, and it changed the next week. I'm just saying. Are we seeing the return of the fist? But who remembers set. that? Who remembers Old that? people. I, that's, that's, what I, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, Jack doesn't remember no. that, okay? No, no. no I, I was going to say, though, I mean, regardless of whether it's, uh, we're going to get a new set or anything, yeah. have we ever heard a This Is Awesome chant during a Lashley match? That, that oh, is the best point. That is a great point. I don't remember. I can honestly say, Jack, I do not remember that. Yeah. yeah it, or I, even a bra Strowman. No, not even. Strowman. No, I haven't seen it in years, have, actually. Have we heard a crowd during a Lashley match in any way? Jack's point. Has there ever been This Is Awesome for a Bobby Lashley match? I don't think so. So In any federation? I don't know. Maybe when back in his Olympic like, Shout weight out to Josh and his TNA, but I don't think WWE mm. ever. Not even for uh, December to December back in 07. When Lashley hey. wrestled in his backyard, his mom didn't chant This Is Awesome. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a highlight for Lashley to be yeah. involved because you know this was a big part of the show that started things off this was the launching pad for what we saw coming later on this was just the start of it but I feel they picked the two right guys you guys feel they picked the two right guys to do this segment to start oh, yeah. it out to, to that you know that WTF moment yeah absolutely I mean here's a match that on paper we've seen a bunch of times we've seen it uh, with, with, with arm wrestling matches and tug of wars and you got this match came that's why I, I put it on and I went away from the room yeah. I reviewed the show that's just telling you something <laughs> hey you got a good cut of break in and, there and sometimes they, I'm so glad the, re- the replay was evolved because this is definitely a sign saying hey look something is going to be different whether or not we know what it is yet it's going to give us some time and a new era starting today so really was 100 percent. yes so we got that start that started off the show in a really it got you invested you came from the kitchen you were done doing your thing we're mm-hmm. not watching so very hungry i didn't get to finish my sandwich but. there you go well, <laughs> yeah. you're doing something right there <laughs> yeah, undertaker we get undertaker oh, next first we got a promo with shane and and drew mcintyre cutting another good promo another drew mcintyre promo no which i what Absolutely not. What? What's the last time you heard a good hell? Shane promo? Never. That guy is done, overexposed. I hate his music now. I can't stand but his Drew, shuffle. Drew carried that promo, uh, though. Drew is a specimen. I love it. And yeah. I, I like the fact that Drew's getting involved with The Undertaker, even though it's like 10 years too late. But you can't tell me that you saw a Shane promo and you're like, yes, finally. I say the thing with Shane, everything about Shane is has honestly been perfect. Okay. The build, the story. The only thing wrong is the wrestler. 
<laughs> if it was anyone else, well, he's acknowledging him as a wrestler, so that's one thing. Unless he's exactly. over that way, right? Yeah. If, if if it was EC3 doing this, and Shane was just like a manager Absolutely. for EC3, we'd all be mm. saying WWE is doing so well building this guy up and building him towards being a main heel. But it's the fact that it's it's Shane that makes us all roll our eyes and go, "Oh, this guy." Shout to EC3, man. Where's he doing these days? He he's... was he was telling Drake Maverick to chase after the title. <laughs> oh, that's so so there's, yeah. there's a thing. But we got the Undertaker to come out. So this is another Raw. Two weeks in a row, we see the Undertaker. Yeah. That's legitimate. We haven't we haven't had a back to back Undertaker Raw in how long? I can't even. Even when they're building to like WrestleMania, the yeah. previous WrestleMania, I don't think he's been on two Raws consecutively. So he cuts an actual decent, like a longer promo. He doesn't give the typical few words, you know, rest in peace or whatever. Like he actually cut a promo. He, he brought uh, Roman Reigns into it mm-hmm. to kind of explain that storyline. What do you guys think of Undertaker's promo? I like the promo. I understand that he was saying that Roman Reigns didn't ask for his help, which right. explains, which explains why. why. But yeah. the thing is, why would he tag with him? I feel like if the Undertaker is that strong as he thinks he is, I think he would totally go there and do it himself. But I will say this, I am more looking forward to the match now as it is. I mean, Roman Reigns, he's a great guy, but he's starting to be soured upon because he's on both shows. Too Undertaker much. adds a little bit of that spice. And I think, if I said this last week, if, if I'm the Undertaker and I had that match at Super Showdown, Jetta Zone or whatever, I want to have a chance to do a reprise because that match was garbage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jack with exclamation. Yes. You could have hit the thing. Yeah. There you go. Final. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm a huge fan of the Undertaker. He could honestly walk down and do a Lacey Evans, do, but do his like 30 minute walk. Oh, to he the, can't uh, walk like Lacey like, Evans. Yeah. Let's, let's stop that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Iron Sheik. Anything he does, though, I'm a fan of. He could have recited Tax Code tonight, and I would have been like, Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Every April 15th, a dead man has to file. <laughs> you know where you're gonna go. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I feel like this was is kind of a weird angle and story anyway, so I feel like this was a good way of kind of forcing it in the right direction. Yeah, it's good to see him. I mean, there's no downside of seeing Undertaker on Raw, you know, especially... Him on a mic, it's always cool to see him not only just come out, but give a promo. Right. There's no yes. downside to it with that. So, are you guys buying the build for this match, even this tag team match? It's hard to tell, only because uh, Extreme Rules is, what, two weeks away? Right. Another, another quick Another quick I didn't know why Stomping Grounds It's domino effects. But, I mean, to quote Dino Hour here, Drew McIntyre needs to win in Extreme Rules. I mean, he should pin Roman, and I totally agree, and that's definitely something you should look forward to. There's just too many pay-per-views in the summer. It should be Money in the Bank, Extreme Rules, and then SummerSlam. Stomping Grounds and the Super Showdown was totally not worth it. Yeah they, yeah, they pushed everything forward and moved it up. So now it's instead of every month, we have two-week builds to the summer pay-per-views. Right, absolutely. Yeah, I look at this Extreme Rules more as like a, a, a super raw. Or like, you know, every now and again you get these like... Mm you know, midweek shows that just, they feel bigger than regular weekly shows. That's kind of how, to me, Extreme Rules feels, more so than a uh, an actual pay-per-view. Right. It's like a WCW Uncensored. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of like, tag yeah. matches, right? I mean, they're just tagging everyone together, it seems like. All the big names are tagging up for this pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, there's tag matches, and, and, and on the shows themselves, a lot of two or three falls matches. So it made me believe at first that maybe they didn't have the roster to support that. Maybe they were splitting the things. Or I, I really think that Extreme Rules is kind of the last bastion of the old guard, because now these right. two you know, shows are going to have a whole new thing. It's, it's already time. been set and written in a way, so now I think it's going to, you're right, the launching pad's going to start yeah. for the new feuds, and, and the new wrestlers are going to see up and coming right after a pay-per-view. So it's, in a sense, a blow-off of some of these storylines. And and especially the the thing we've seen with Seth and Becky, you know, now they're 
So, before we get into that whole thing, the, the love relationship, we have a love relationship with our fans out here. All of you that tune in, Jack will tell you all about it. Hey guys, before we move on to the, the next topic, we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. Uh, so, to, for us to continue to grow, uh, we would like to ask all of you to go ahead and like, subscribe, comment below, uh, give us ratings on iTunes, and um, uh, all that good stuff. You guys know what to do. You're not new to... Uh, you're not new to this, so go ahead and make sure you do all that. And um, you know, being a part of AfterBuzz has uh, meant so much to me already. Just uh, oh, here, yeah. my uh, my debut. Twenty minutes. I get to talk about wrestling with people. He's the main so. event. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's been a long, hard journey to get here. Um, you know, but uh, after 15 minutes, I'm excited to tell you that it's all been worth it, you guys. Yeah. Well, it'll be worth it when you start hearing from Zeno R, Haywood, all the regulars. Oh, shout out to Boza, Dylan Mathers in the chat. Uh, My boy Dylan. Ellis, your, your boy Dylan. Yeah, yes. what's up, Dylan? How's it going? Everyone here in the chat's having a good time. And, of course, you guys can go interact with the chat. We read almost every comment, and we definitely respond to them. And you can support the show using the Super Chat function right there. That dollar sign symbol. Make sure your notice goes up there. We'll say, what's up? And thank you for supporting the show. Hey. The support is, is happening right now for Maria Canales and Mike. Okay. And my, Mike Canales, too. Let's do it. But, I mean, we haven't seen them. Last we saw Mike, whoever watches 205 Live. I do. Unfortunately. Just a box of popcorn. Yeah, you saw Mike Canales walk away. Yeah. We didn't know what that was all about. Was yeah. there an angle? We see him pop up here on Raw. That's got to be a good thing for them, right? What did you think about Mike Canales and Maria coming out? And from all people, they go after... The two biggest ones on the roster, Seth and Becky. I actually like the original segment. It, it served two things. One, you kind of reestablish a kind of relationship that Seth and Becky had. We all know they were together, but we didn't know they were like lovey-dovey because you wanted more PDA I want week. more PDA. But they were more. more of a comedy thing. Uh, I love Mike Canales as a character. I love the fact that on 205 Live, he's a guy that loves his wife and gets booed for it. <laughs> so when they're coming out and saying, hey, look, we want to have a match, I'm like, okay, the walls are broken. We might find some cross-pollination between 205. I'm all excited. But what happened in the ring was one the most difficult scenes to describe in a long time with I am pregnant, you're not the man, maybe Becky can impregnate me. What do you think? I felt, That's a lot right there that you threw at us. Yeah. I felt super uncomfortable <laughs> watching it. Like, like it, was, it was like when you're at like the supermarket and you hear a couple fighting and you're like, I'm just going to go to the other aisle and come back later because this is weird. I'm going to let you guys <laughs> yep. figure this out. But it's, it's different and it's interesting, but it... Uh, I, I, we haven't seen anything uh, like that. That's the thing. We have no. not seen this kind of controversial stuff. You knew this raw was different because they right. were. That's that's another point of this raw where they went here with this whole pregnancy thing and Maria. Maria sold it. I'll give her major yeah, props. She promo was, in over a decade. Yes, yes, she was like for someone that hasn't been featured much. She really cut a heck of a promo and carried that whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I like how Seth and Becky played off of it too. You know, they, yeah. they did their part, but it was mostly about Maria. Yeah, and Mike. Did his job with the facial reactions and all that. I first thought they're gonna about to introduce some the new you know the father baby daddy or something. This is a Mori episode, you know. Like right, there right. comes the baby baby daddy of this all, and that's a whole different angle. But that had me somewhat intrigued because just because we're so not used to it, we've been so far. WWE has done this stuff in the past, sure. But we're so far removed from it that this seems polarizing and fresh and like startling. Polarizing for, is one thing, yeah, yeah. And for a new fan base that hasn't seen this, you know, before the Attitude Era and whatnot, this is a whole new thing to get into. Yeah, it's. I, I'll say one thing. I already cannot wait for her to get her come up in somewhere someday. 
some some face to come and she's over like it, it's as a heel exactly what you want from a heel mm-hmm. i i cannot wait until she gets what's coming to her for the way she was the way she was talking the way she was acting i already am invested into seeing her get shot down somehow and mike's the face they turned mike close into a face like she turned herself into an ultimate heel with this one kind of work of promo that she did you know before the match and after and she's now someone we need to see on Raw and right. featured. Yes. And Mike Canales gets kind of the rub from this because he's part of this. <laughs> angle. Well, yeah. it, it sucks for Mike. He needs to get a rub off of Maria to, to be featured <laughs> right. in that way. I mean, but, but he's relevant now. You yeah. know, they are relevant and, and they should have been. I just don't feel like they were featured enough for the past year or so. You know, we, we got them in spot seconds on main event or on NXT, you know, not even NXT, a 205 Live. 205 Live. But yeah. now you can see these two have mic skills at least to work with and they can make things happen. So I'm glad to see them in the ring getting featured right. and to see hopefully maybe we can do something interesting out of this angle. It, it's edgy. And especially when she said, I'll let Becky impregnate me. That was mad. Yeah. That was yeah. Yes. That was strong. I do. I am interested to see where it goes. So it's it's a success in every sense of the word. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good job of featuring them and showing their skills on the mic and planting a seed for something. No pun intended. Well, maybe <laughs> we don't know who the father is. Do so. you think they're cross pollinated? <laughs> no. Do you think that's going to pay dividends in two hundred five? Do you think people want to tune into two hundred five live to see this this talent more? Oh because... no, I think he's on the main roster now. Oh, for sure he is. But I'm yeah. saying as far as that that fourth brand, no one cares about. Do you think? Anyone? They, well, depends what they do because we're going to get into right. I guess it's a good point to get into the street profits, right? Right. Yes. There's someone we talk about here on NXT that I love them. I hate them. I, I hey, I've said that their push was too fast. That they got the titles after not being featured. Not that they don't deserve it. It's just right. they needed a build. What I saw from them on Raw tonight, cutting these promos and being featured, it's the best thing I've seen from them and NXT in months. Absolutely. They were over right away with a brand new crowd and a brand new show. So let me ask you, Jack, about about the Street Profits. So they come mm-hmm. out, they do two promos, they're doing like the, the wild and crazy guys, mm-hmm. whatever that is. I mean, dude, would you would you a fan of them? Were you on board beforehand? Did it make you uh, change your opinion about them? I, I was a a reluctant fan actually. I watch I watch NXT <laughs> and, and, and um, like, like a riddle like you are with riddle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where like at first I was like these guys are are jokes. I'm whatever, but then. Kind of, and to be fair, kind of in the way they were pushed. Like, I slowly kind of jumped on and slowly was like, these guys are just fun. Like, they're mm-hmm. fun characters to watch. And then, and I agreed today with them interacting with Heyman and kind of throwing him off his game a little bit. And then, um, and everything they did, I thought they're just a fun team. Do Absolutely. I think, do I think they're the greatest tag team in the world? No, but I think that they're someone <laughs> who's, they're just fun. Like, it's, it's kind of like an R Truth for me where, like, do I think he should be the world champion just because he's entertaining right now? No, but when they're on, I'm like, this is fun. This is fun TV to watch. It's entertaining. I think it's a win. I agree for them. Another win for them being featured. They did acknowledge NXT titles, so that's right. a good that's thing, the first too. time, for real, because yeah. the Viking reason to have that. I always say the Street Profits are the team of the guys that, like, went to your college but never went to your class. They're like, yo, Angela, what are you doing in the parking yeah. lot? Like, getting girls, you know what I mean? It was so much fun. I think that fun gimmicks get kind of overlooked for not being serious, not being competitive, but you need that. Yeah, the kids appreciate it on one level, but for someone watching three hours of wrestling at a time, you all can't be bruisers. You all can't be strong style. No. And I thought right. that was a cool, like, little change of pace. Even though I like bruisers and strong oh, style. Oh, I do too, know, but, but like, I but love no, these guys, cake all day. they can get over. They keep on featuring them the way they did, and, and they can cut promos. So this is a this was a good debut for them. Another you know group that hasn't been getting over, but now getting the raw spotlight, and I thought it worked. Yeah. 
Do you think they're going to be on Raw more, or was this just a tune into NXT to see more of these guys? I think they should switch mm-hmm. it up. I don't think they should have them on Raw every week. Agreed. I think they should have them on NXT full time, but make appearances on Raw. That way, they're kind of relevant on NXT for sure, and the titles become more relevant, and they're still featured on a major show. Yeah, that makes sense. And that kind of on a weird back way kind of bolsters the women's tag division because you can say you can go back and forth and appear on different shows in a week and not seem like it's a right. hard line. It can work. I mean, yeah. now the lines are blurred, right? So there's no standard thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of the Drake Maverick thing? He's getting featured. Him and R Truth are probably the two big stars of the 24 7 title chase. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's had his O'Neill, Jim. <laughs> like, he's I not know. Him and EC3 are still looking for him Poor somewhere. Guys, yeah. What did you guys think of? Drake Maverick bringing in his wife. Is that his wife, actually? Actually, his wife, yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Uh, she's now featured, so they're bringing that storyline off of .com, and they're featured. I kind of like it. I like yes. what they're doing there. These two guys are comedic guys, and they're selling this. Yeah, for sure. Again, it's it's entertaining. It's fun. Like, as, as Flobo said, we don't need to have big, serious conflicts all the time. It's a fun thing to watch. Like, I know whenever I see the 24-7 title come on, I stop what I'm doing and watch, because it's funny. Okay. My, uh, I just don't know. These guys are so good at it. I don't know what they'll do to bring in anyone else. Like, I feel like it can only be these two guys going back and forth for the twenty four seven title forever. Can anyone get to their level though? Because they, they they nail the comedy. They know they like they're in on whatever they're doing. I don't know if yeah. others could join in on that though. I feel like if someone else comes out of that, they make a different chapter for that belt. Like this is yeah. like this our truth or Maverick thing is awesome as it is. Yeah. But like, let's say if if EC three grabs it, it'll be a whole different thing now. You know, it'll be a whole different chapter for that title belt. But. I actually like the idea. I mean, Drake is selling it and having our truth yes. getting on top of the, the barricade and basically like gyrate. I mean, that was definitely awesome. A lot of weird yeah. interactions with couples today, but that was definitely one of the. That, that's ones. the new way of raw, right? <laughs> yeah, apparently. You know, I can't. I can't go away without a blissful moment of Alexa Bliss. <sighs> I, I love it. Wasn't Renee saying, like, Alexa, put some pants on? You know? The, yeah, it was But weird. she came into the ring ready to fight. Um, Nikki Cross goes over again. Alexa doesn't. Right. Gets pinned by Carmella in what? Like a, a second. A second. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. However it long it takes a pin. That was telling in, a, in some way. But then Nikki is basically was done to, so Nikki goes over again. Sure. Nikki, how do you guys feel this whole Nikki feud? I mean, they're building it slowly. The Nikki and Alexa is going to, you know, she's going to turn on her, uh, on Nikki. But how are they, what do you guys think of the build and now seeing Nikki actually picking up meaningful wins along the way? I, I, uh, Ultimate Storyline makes sense and I love it. Uh, and I love Nikki Cross even before she got called up in the roster. The one thing I, I don't like is that every other female competitor is like, don't trust Alexa, don't do it. <laughs> Don't right. do it. I almost, it feel, I almost feel like it, if she's going to be the face now. Because you can imagine if, if everyone, if all your coworkers say you suck and you know she should be trusted, I would feel like that'd be something to be kind of weird. Um, but other than that, Pitch Perfect gets Nikki on. Her character's evolved and changed. I dig it. At what point is she supposed to just trust Alexa Bliss? I mean, before Alexa was around, she wasn't on TV. Now she's in the title picture. Should, like, I don't know. I well, feel like, they did I, mention know. the whole thing of like Nikki. She, like Sarah Shriver came out did, did a good job of bringing up the the obvious Nikki. Aren't you going to be entitled contention now? So now I think the storm is brewing. Finally, I think we just had the calm before the storm. Now it's starting to brew. I think it's happening probably right after Extreme Rules. Hopefully, we'll go for a nice change. Yeah, I, that's going to be a good feud, though. I, I see these two actually. They could last. They could go on maybe to SummerSlam. I th- think they can carry it out. I think it's a SummerSlam. Uh, feud, yeah, because I I think it's great. I like Nikki Cross, so I yeah. and the more of her, the better. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's working out great. You know what? It's working out great on every week. 
But this week, my boy, Baron Corbin. I know, Flo, you're telling me you got one one backstage promo. That's right. That's all you need for Baron Corbin. You don't need three segments. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that today. We can get Baron Corbin next week and a week after. We can't get over overindulged with Spare Baron Corbin. Me, Jim, here. I don't know what yeah. you see in that guy. I, you I see have how no good that promo, him and Lacey in the locker and Baron selling that promo and just putting him over as a major team together. I thought he did fantastic. Yeah, of course you did, but what does Baron Corbin have to offer? This whole new era of rock proves that you don't need him at all. He, he has good looks to offer. He's a chick magnet. This okay. is proven right now. Well, just ask okay. him out already then, because I feel like you like that guy so I am much. I'm supporting this man yeah, through and through. Man. Every way, I acknowledge that he's a chick magnet. And will he's you also buy a Baron Corbin shirt? I will. I was looking into it. I was legitimately on the WWE shop. You were looking into it. It's a best. Hey, listen, I'm already making small steps. I told you this, this show needs to be more sexy. You know right. what I mean? So instead of me being in a t-shirt or jacket, oh, yeah. the layers need to come off. The, the buttons need to come off. This what Baron Corbin would wear, that kind of a button-up thing, so yeah. I am living You're dressed because how Baron Corbin would wear it. And because, you know, you know, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing the sexy back, oh too. And, 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 you know, you know, this time when it gets sexy, there's a, there's a certain theme and music that oh, gets yeah, things rolling, yeah. you know, around here that gets the gyrations. That's right. Jim's boudoir. It says TK in the song. It says literally TK's boudoir. Violation. He has no rhythm. Since it's two weeks of not dancing on TV, it's Tim Alexander. Are you stripping? What are you doing? <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Josh Naboo. <laughs> Lord. Who's the stripping? He's getting hot in here. Are what you did, kidding what me? What did I sign Jim's up for? Jim's I'm sorry. This is Jim's boudoir, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you have not CK. seen this for the first time, if you're tuning in like Jack, kind of getting back into Raw and everything, this is what you get. This is this sex appeal that we're giving to all of you that wanted, got the fan mails, I got the letters, I've been responding to Marie him. We gave you 12 throw-up emojis. Who? Who? Marie. Marie and I gave you 12 throw-up emojis. I don't emojis. know who that is. Okay. I know all my fans out there appreciate it, so today's boudoir, I mean, listen... Alexa Bliss. I don't care what Renee says. Keep it working the way you're working, Alexa. It's mm-hmm. it's working definitely. And Carmella, Carmella appeared okay. on Raw. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. and Luckily. picked up a win and you know featured herself in the segment. So those two are in a boudoir. And of course, always Mandy Rose, lifetime boudoir member. Has to be. Has to you be. You put Mandy Rose in there. She's like your Naomi. She can be at home eating bonbons. <laughs> Not even on, the, it don't matter. on TV, you're going to be in the boudoir. Mandy Rose, lifetime boudoir member. And from the guys, um, any suggestions? Derek Maverick. Or Drake yeah, Maverick. Drake, Drake, I was yeah. actually going to go with Drake. I, I, you okay. know what? He's okay. dressing classy. You know, yeah. He's dressing ready for his honeymoon and all. He yeah. brought his wife out. Okay, let's give it to Drake Maverick. Well, yeah. While we're on the subject, I might as well add into it too because TK is not here. Uh, I liked uh, Charlie's journalistic integrity. Her questions were on point tonight. So they were? Her. Yeah, they were. Mm. They were in. De- I mean, she was having to, fun. She I don't know why she fun. doesn't do the articles, man. I wasn't to her question. She, oh, she did get a little hung up after the whole uh, Canellis thing. Oh, well, I so would too. Uh, uh, you know what? We're putting Maria. Maria uh, deserves a boudoir mention for sure okay. today. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't think she's pregnant or anything, but she cut it on the mic. So Maria in a boudoir, and this was Jim's boudoir, uh, <laughs> formerly featured by T- TK. TK's going to kill you. Hey, it's all good. Show up, TK, then we can you know <laughs> join it together. So. I thought I'm gonna get the ding, but what the? No, it doesn't go like that. You can't, get like the, you can't the curtsy. Wink, like, you can't you know? curtsy after doing it. We're on, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. Where's Ryan? Where's Ryan? He's my referee. Ryan's my personal referee. Oh, if I had a, there too. If it, it was a Jim's boudoir 24/7, Ryan would be making accounts for me. All right, that. I believe that. Yeah. 
with all this stuff. So now going into more of Raw. So we we've we've seen these new debuts. We're in a sense repackaging of a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Coming up. What what thing for you guys stood out today from the new kind of you know repackaged people? Is there anyone that that really made the mark the most in your mind? Do you have anyone particularly, whether Maria or I mean Street Profits? Sure, you, you, know? you can't talk about this new Raw without mentioning AJ in the club. Uh, these guys were I just, was just going to go. They, they I'm they like, were, if they, you went anywhere else, everyone had a nice debut. Yeah, everyone had a nice debut, yeah. but that was. I mean, we, we had uh, last... Basically, we had a repeat of last week's main event, right? right but what was right. going to be different? And they pulled one on everyone. That was a hell of an ending. I was against them fighting, uh, having Ricochet yeah, versus AJ last week. I didn't want it, but now I understand the payoff of it. What, I mean, these were the stars of the night, no question. Yes. Even we saw everything. Jack, what are your thoughts on the club and AJ turning heel full-blown? The whole thing I thought was done perfect because the whole thing with them coming out last week and then coming out again this week, and there's that whole will he or won't he turn, and it was great. I think this is something that is... is AJ needs this. I think he's gotten very boring as a face at this point. Especially on Raw. He hasn't like, found his way. You know, he's been kind of stumbling a lot. I know he was out a little bit with an injury, uh, but it was just time off. <laughs> but still, but that was a way of kind of bringing him fresh back, and sure. now this works. Y- yes, and I, I think it's it, it feels like it's got weight to it, too, because the whole club thing, the whole back. I feel like this is a, a trio that can do big things as opposed to just kind of a random throwing together of people that we've seen in the past sometimes with like when when Lashley and McIntyre right. they're, like they're not a manufactured together. team they are they have a history yes so you have them in the tag division or AJ in the US division or have them both at the same no, time no I or? think right now what they can do they can go multiple ways sure what the thing is I mean right now I guess you can you can blow off the ricochet feud technically what you should do they should be a main event staple we need them to be destroying people Going yes. from mid card all the way to the top, yeah. where where Seth, I guess, would be the ultimate, you know, goal to knock him out, yeah. um, and maybe get the title to AJ with the help. But this could be a long build. Like, what they need to do is start off kind of in a mid card. Maybe what Ricochet tonight was the start, but then start progressing. They need to be beating people down every week with AJ calling the shots and Gallows getting, you know, and, and both of those guys getting over and and knocking everyone out and putting themselves over in the same time. Oh, first of all, I want to say that we're going to start a chat boudoir, apparently, and Dylan and Charlene are in the chat boudoir, so shout out to them, because oh. the TK's boudoir has been hijacked. Yeah. Uh, but I agree That's with right. you. The only thing I have a problem with is like you have to reestablish Gals and Anderson. As much as I love them, um, they lost their matches, and now they're in this, this heel group, so I have to give them, you got to feed them a team. I, I hate to be like, not even Ryder and Hawkins, like a mid-grade team. Oh, don't ever compare to Ryder no, 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 and Hawkins. I'm not comparing them. I'm saying you got to feed them a team they can go over, but they're yeah, too yeah. low. But like something... When but doesn't this get them over? Doesn't this heel turn joining with AG... Put him, and all the the stuff is forgotten about. Right. All the yes. you know not getting over, and now pairing up with AJ, being right. the Bullet Club again. Right, but who you, you going for first? Who do you, who's the first like pony? They can't be Ricochet. He doesn't have a crew. So right. you have three guys. So who do they beat up first? My question. It'll it'll it'll, it'll be uh, Ryder and uh, Hawkins because they were all three of them were chatting in the back. Okay, there so you go. It, I think, that's sacrificial. I that's mean, what I'm saying. That's not first. entertaining. It's, no. I, I think that'll be I think that'll be Extreme Rules, and then SummerSlam will be bigger. By SummerSlam, I think they should be literally... They can do so much with this group. 
you can add members. I mean, you could add certain members to it too, I think right? They should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, roll with them three, and this needs to be a long-term feud. I mean, plan for them to be to yeah. be feuding eventually with some major. I think other factions need to be created to feud with them eventually. Yeah. Right. Where they're going to grow the crew. This could be another evolution kind of. Thing. We never saw the club technically spread their wings in the WWE. No, right. This haven't. is the first opportunity for them to get established and and go. All in with them. I've I've always been an old. I, I'm a huge uh, NWO guy, so I would love to see it grow massive. I'd love to have mm. lots of people join. Maybe so you want new big. members? You want new members that were never affiliated? Because we have yeah. what we have uh, Finn Balor that's on SmackDown. Yeah, that's Smackdown, that's yeah. uh, who else? Not, was Nakamura ever part of it or not? No, Nakamura no. was a part of the club. He no. was kind of the was group. I mean, I, I don't think it has to be people who were a part of it in Japan or anything. I think right. it's just make it its own thing. I don't think it needs to be as big as the NWO, but I'd like to have like. Like five members like would be good. Yeah, like five a, members would be good. For now, they can roll with the three, kind of established original crew, you know, and, and sure. have them get over to the point where they can start recruiting where, where others are going to need to combat them, right? Mm-hmm. That's when they're going to become yes. a real faction and pose a threat. But they need to just keep on doing what they did tonight. I thought it was the highlight of the night, and we saw a lot of good stuff on this Raw. Absolutely. I mean, a complete new beginning in a lot of ways, an attempt to it, but that was the highlight. All I'm saying is that that first opponent's critical. You figure out what that is, and then that could be the difference between being, oh, a nice, cool summer feud, or like, oh my gosh, this is the next coming. That's why I think it's it's Ryder and Hawkins. I think at Extreme Rules, they can also do a pretty brutal beatdown. Like, they can throw them through a table. It can be a tables match, or a, you know, some sort of hardcore thing where they really just bludgeon them and make them look... Bludgeon like, Brothers? Bludgeon no, no. no, 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 no. Oh, man. No. Poor, poor choice of words. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, but like just, just really beat them down in a way that yeah. kind of like silences the audience almost like, whoa, this is serious. These guys are really dangerous. They're not just the silly club guys from before. They could be the best faction in WWE quickly. Yes. Yeah. Quickly. Because yes. they have the, the credibility with AJ who's a heel now, and he's much better on Raw as a heel. I mean, he can get over as a face. I think he did his face run on SmackDown really well. But we haven't seen enough of heel AJ uh, long-term in WWE. And with this Raw brand now, like him being new on Raw with a lot of feud possibilities, this is the perfect time to turn him heel. Because he was not going... He was going to be stuck in the mid-card level if he didn't turn heel. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So we got that covered in, in that sense. You know, I want to go back to the Viking Raiders. Okay. We finally saw, we kind of talked about, we were talking about heel turns, but they officially made their heel kind of establishment tonight. Wouldn't you think so? I think yes. so. I always thought they were they were neutral, they weren't booked either way. I thought they tagged on both sides, but having Joe come in and interfere with the, with the tag team match and it being a six-person tag, I mean, you don't tag with Joe unless you're a bad soul, so shout <laughs> out to the Viking Raiders. The Viking Raiders are the most fluid big man team I think I've ever seen. Like, most big man tag teams are, like, big boot, pick the guy up, body slam, pick the guy up. But those guys, the way they, like, work together and are fluid, it... They can fly, too. I mean, these guys can do anything. Yeah, they're... They are one of my favorite tag teams right now in in WWE. I think they're amazing. I think them tag team with Joe. I was, as I was watching that, I was thinking, glad to meet there. They are <laughs> yeah. they are one person short from like one of the best Survivor Series teams you could ask mm. for. Yeah. Um, I uh, so yeah, I like seeing them. I like seeing them have like a real opponent and a re- like watching that match. I was thinking I would love to see more uh, New Day versus Viking Raiders. I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. One thing that kind of got lost in all of this was Joe choking out. I mean, that Joe choked. Yeah, out. you were saying that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was 
that finally gives us, because we've been, uh, I know Matt's been on Joe, and we all want Joe yeah. to do well. Box office. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but he is box office. He but is. Like, he has never been utilized. But, you know, he's had some nice little runs where he's looked down, but now I really believe, like, he just proven a dominant streak in the last couple weeks right. since he dropped that title. It's a different Joe. There's something feels. I talk about aura and, like, feel, yeah. and it just feels different this time than other Hopefully times. Hopefully they go through with the push, but I know you were saying here about two weeks ago that you didn't like the fact that Kobe's went over everybody was becoming and a championship, and then now he got choked out. Like, that's what now I mean. Do a we down. haven't seen Kofi yeah. do that, too. Yeah. So that was the first time I, I can think of Kofi looking weak, right? Yeah. Is that what you wanted? Is that what that's Yes, yes. And that, that just shows Joe is being credible. First time I can honestly say I feel that Joe has a legitimate chance of winning a title in a Kofi feud. You think he does? W- whether they extend yeah. it to SummerSlam, they might just have some kind of DQ finish or whatnot. I think this should extend to SummerSlam. Sorry to interrupt, but do you think with Heyman taking the helm of Raw, do you think uh, Samoa Joe will have a similar role as to what Taz did in the early days of ECW? Mm, yes. Wow, what a, wow. What a comment. Oh. 100%. Yes. 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 That's his Joe in a wow. lot of ways. That's his Taz in a lot of ways. Yeah. They have a similar skill set. Uh, Joe is more imposing looking in a lot of ways, too. Plus, he's got that long term credibility on, and we know Joe already. You know, when Taz kind of came out, unless you were watching ECW, you really didn't know much about him. Joe is now someone I feel like under Heyman and even Bischoff's help, if they want to extend it to, you know, with the Kofi thing, too, a little bit. That's yeah. a guy that, if they put it all together to him, they can really do him a great service and favors. Sure. He was in the ring with both of the Viking Raiders and Big E, and he seemed bigger than all three of them. Most dominant. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how big he is compared to them in actuality, but even with all that big, those big guys yeah. in the ring, he, he felt like he was the giant of the group still, just because he has that... That aura about him, as you the said, aura. just that one month ago, like, it wouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You put him in that same situation, I don't think we get the same feeling or hope of Joe that we did right now. And I actually thought it was a bad thing when he dropped the title. I'm like, whoa, they didn't even give him a run. Clearly, they have plans for him. I'm not yeah. doubting that anymore. Oh, absolutely, I, I guess I'm a more, more of a somewhat Joe Homer. So ever since coming over to, to, to WWE, I've always been impressed of how they always had the monster like, aspect of him. His music was always tough. He was awesome on the microphone. Um, not a fan of the red and black. I mean, I hope you switch it up a little more often, but it's all good. Um, but I think now is an opportunity for Joe to really be the face of Monday Night Raw. If it comes to that, that, that mid-carter person that people are cool and talking about when you're at school or at work or what have you. He really is the total package, too, in that he can't... He has Lex Luger. He, he's, he's, he's on <laughs> the, the, Joe, the Joe Express. He, uh, yes. he can... Um, you know, I mean, he can talk on the mic. He looks legitimate. He wrestles well as you said he has the background he's got all the tools he's you know there's no, he's not missing anything no. and, and he's someone that if you were to be watching wrestling with someone who like hasn't watched they would be like yeah that guy he he can beat people up he got he has that clean start it's crazy to see because he has not been getting over not been featured for so long over the past year and it just feels like we have not seen him in a long time and he got reintroduced like they repackaged him without repackaging him which Good is dropping it you know just taking that title from ray and i think that ray feud it looks irrelevant now because of Ray's injury and whatnot. They tried to involve Dominic, but that was the starting point that really led to this point. I feel like that really helped him, uh, you know, kind of go over Ray and establish a nasty streak, get that title, and the title was used as a prop, but in a good way. Right, because yes. it, it put over Ricochet. Now Ricochet feels more legitimate. Yeah, right. and also the, the placement of the, of the that match, the Samoa Joe match, because it came right after the Braun Strowman Lashley thing. Yeah. So forty minutes in, you're like, what is happening tonight? Everything is coming out off the wheels. It's chaos, and it definitely is starting the new era. So. 
Yeah, it's for the first time. I don't just think that he sh- he he sh- yeah, could beat Kofi. I think he should beat Kofi. Yeah, like, who better? Who could use that? to catapult himself into the next level. He wins that match, and he's the ultimate heel and ultimate top guy. Yeah, and, and it it feels like it plays right into what Kofi's doing as well, to have that big monster yeah, it, take his title. Of, instead of dropping it to Shane, right? If that, like, right? That would not have any sort of rub, you know, in that way as it would for Joe. I feel yeah. like we got pretty close to that before. <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. Yeah. I'm not going to take over this. I'm going to let Flobito go over his own segment. Oh, yeah. 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 So, are we wrapping it up? Or is it? Yeah. There was the oh, wow. I can't believe it. It's yeah, so quick, so quick. Shout out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, investigation. Yeah, How much left in the show? Because uh, yeah, I'm at Flobito Voice on Twitter, at Flobito. Oh, no, at no, no, no. We can pull the plugs later. We're going to go top three segment. The quick oh, top okay, three segment. Yeah, before we get the heck out yeah. of here, we do something for After Buzz TV. I wanted to give you your own I segment. I got you. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you, man. The top three segments of, of the new Monday Night Raw. Paul Heyman is in effect. First of all, i got to say, top one, it's the use of language. Whether or not yes. it's Corey Graves dropping that S-bomb or saying my... Hot Asian wife is on the that line. Was out of nowhere, right? Yeah, uh, that was definitely something that put some I, pants on Alexa, and yeah, yeah. Secondly, the the sexual provocative storylines. You know, we got uh, our girl Maria talking about being impregnated by Becky Lee, which raises so many questions. And Mike isn't man levels. enough. You know, and Mike isn't uh, man enough. And then the top three thing I realized about the new Raw is definitely the edgy what to f moments. So we had the Titan Tron blowing up. We had the the R Truth gyrating on the on the barricade. We had all these things happening. And it's only been one week since the reboot. And then you had that closer clincher with the, the club forming, too. You know, yeah. kind of an old school moment. It yeah. felt like a top WCW moment. Got you it, know? got it. A top, a top, yes. Yeah, because you're a WCW. I am, a, I am the, uh, the late period WCW. There you go. Historian. We have to throw that in there. What about me? <laughs> what about me, Well, hey, now we're out of time. Now the investigation has been concluded. I was ready to go. Yeah, yeah we, we, we went over time, but it's all good. We New guard, a new change to Raw. That is the moral of tonight. We've yeah. seen yes. so much on a, sh- on a show that's a, two weeks away from the paper. You usually don't get that. We know who's running the show now. For those of you who are wondering if Paul and Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are going to have any say, well, if tonight's any indication, yeah. they sure as hell will. Fulbito, tell us where people can go out and find you online. For real this time, SmackDown the Game is on you. I am Flobo Voice, at Flobo Voice on Twitter, at Flobito on Instagram, and Flobito.com. This July, if you're in San Diego for Comic-Con, come see me at the Strange Bedfellows, a relationship hey. between comic books and pro wrestling panel. I'm going to be a panelist. We'll get pictures before or after. My man. And you can find me at jackcfarmer.com or at realjackfarmer across all social media. And hey, it was fun being on the show. If you liked seeing me, go ahead and leave a comment as well. The rookie initiation was flawless. It went flawless, yeah, right? Man. I mean, keep smooth. going. Yeah. Keep going. Me, like, you, you guys jo- know who jo- I am. Jo- I'm the man that is sexing up this show, making it more appealing to all fans all over. Uh, the Baron Corbinizing of it in that, a lot of ways. That's the worst thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the crucible of Baron Corbinizing. Uh, no, I'm actually the Jim Alexander. That's where you can find me on all social media. Realtalker.com. That's R-E-E-L. R-E-E. Yeah, two E's. Uh, talker.com. I don't even know my own website, man. I need another cutout. Like, Realtalker.com. Realtalker.com. Uh, check it out. We'll be back at it next week. New, new era here and on Raw. So, good things coming. Too sweet. 
Maria Menunos would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.